I acknowledge that the land I work, live, and play on is the unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples, including the territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. Hello and welcome to episode 69 of Van X Van. I'm your host, Doug Vandelay, and today we have a treat especial for you. I'm joined today by CMO and co-founder of Podchaser, Mr. Cole Raven. How's it going, Cole? Hey, it is going great. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, of course. So, from the horse's mouth, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about Podchaser? Podchaser is, we're a lot of things. I usually just start by explaining that we're sort of like the IMDB, uh, what IMDB is to the film industry we are we're the same thing for the podcast world so you can discover uh creator profiles is what we call them on Podchaser. so uh you know for somebody somebody like doug here you could go uh pull up doug's profile on Podchaser and see uh anything anything that doug has helped to create in the podcast world so you can see things like guest appearances for your favorite people uh you could see credits for like producers and editors of a show for any of your favorite podcasts uh, and then we also do ratings and reviews. So, you know, m- many podcasts ask listeners to go rate and review the show on Apple. Um, I personally don't have an iPhone, so that's that's pretty useless when somebody asks me to do that. So we wanted to create a solution for uh, for the rest of us for for giving feedback to your favorite podcasters. So I've seen um I've seen a few different services and uh, apps that use this around the market. How is Podchaser different from other similar services? So there are other directories out there. So when somebody asks, like, uh, who who do we consider competitors? You know, I, I usually don't really have a good a good answer for that because there aren't any companies that I know of that are that are building these uh, this database in a way that we are with creator profiles, so you can access uh, you know information about who the contributors are to any podcast in a single place in the way that we are. Um, and then the same with our ratings and reviews, you might be able to go to like Stitcher and leave a rating for a podcast. But what we're hoping to do is make this open and accessible through the Podchaser API so that anybody who wants to plug into it can access this metadata to uh, you know, empower other people to help with discovery. So like we're working specifically with many podcast apps that want to use Podchaser credits and Podchaser ratings and reviews um, as just an extra la- layer of detail in their uh, in their apps. Sort of providing another level of discoverability as well, I guess. Exactly, yeah. So so if you search for the name of somebody in your favorite app, you know, our, our goal is that uh, that app will be able to pull up a list of relevant episodes and maybe not just the podcast that that person hosts, but also all of the podcast episodes that they appeared as a guest on. So we're just hoping to add, yeah, a layer of metadata to help with discoverability of, of podcasts. What is your background? Oh, uh, so I I, uh, I went to Indiana University to the business school and then straight out of there, I actually uh, worked with our CEO and co-founder of Podchaser, uh, Bradley Davis on uh, on another startup that, that failed. Um, within within just a few months and forced me to get you know a real full-time job so uh, i was a general manager for a couple of different sky zone trampoline parks for a few years and then 
from there, I went straight into the to the startup world where I helped build a sales organization for um, a startup in Indianapolis that sold background music to um, uh, retail stores. So how did uh, it did this lead to the creation of Podchaser? Uh, so so Bradley, the the other uh, another one of our co-founders, um, we I we had talked about podcasts back in like 2013 or 2014 when we were both in these other roles. I think I was still at SkyZone at the time. He was in a sales, a sales role. And then we had both tr transitioned to another sales role, but we had like a decent amount of like free time with travel where we might be uh, in the car driving. And one thing that he especially really struggled with was uh, being able to sort through like some podcasts have a backlog of like 600 episodes and knowing where to start can be really tough. So we, uh, we, were, we wondered basically like, is there a solution out there where I can go and sort by like the best episodes of, of this podcast? Like, did that exist? Um, so basically was there a ratings solution for, uh, for the Android world? Because you can't, you can't even, you know, sort by best episodes within the Apple Podcast app. So, uh, Bradley went on to Reddit and posted posted that question. He was like, "Does does an IMDb for podcasts exist? Can can you sort by ratings and reviews? Can you uh, search through the credits for a creator?" And the community overwhelmingly uh, overwhelmingly said, "No, you know, this doesn't exist." But there were a few people who reached out who became our other two co-founders that said. We would like to build it with you and their names are ben and ryan they're based in Mel melbourne australia so for the first year of Podchaser, we actually all had full-time jobs we were bootstrapping the whole thing building it you know on nights and weekends and just trying to see if there was an appetite for something like this outside of our own little our own little bubble so we just kept talking to the community and asking questions and seeing if this is something that we should continue building and so as more and more people registered i think within the first like a month um, while we were still all working full-time jobs, uh, we had close to 6,000 um, people sign up. I think, I think it was within just a couple of weeks. It was in within maybe two weeks, about 6,000 people signed up for the service and started leaving ratings and reviews. And so uh, that's when we realized like, hey, you know, maybe, maybe we're onto something. <laughs> so uh, we, we explored like some fundraising options so that we could raise a little money, uh, do this full-time and, and quit our jobs. And that's, you know, that's what we did. What do you think led to that first uh, boom of those 6,000 users? This was something that, you know, we're still, we're still really proud of and something that I would like to do again at some point, but we created a little bit of, uh, a little bit of FOMO around the product where, you know, we announced to the community, like we're building an IMDB for podcasts, sign up here if you'd like to be a part of it. And then for anybody who signed up, we gave, uh, special access. We gave them uh, what we called keys um, to give friends access to Podchaser as well. So for the first, I think like two months, it was completely a closed ecosystem where like you had to know somebody who had a key to become uh, a part of the community and start leaving ratings and reviews uh, because we were still like in a beta phase. Like we, there were still like a lot of bugs. We were still trying to figure out exactly what we wanted it to look like. So um, we just said, hey, you know, if, if you are interested and want to be a part of this, like reach out, we can give you a key that you can share with friends. But if you if you went directly to podchaser.com, it was basically just like a, a login wall that said, like, you must have a key to access this. So that created a little bit of excitement around what we were 
what we were building and got got some people interested in, and got them to you know share it with their friends. When did that become public? Because I, I I vaguely remember joining up like some time ago, and I don't know if I was one of those key holders or if I came in just afterwards. It was maybe two months later. So I think June of 2017 was when the website officially launched. And it's pretty funny. I don't, I don't know if you're able to like go back and find an archive somewhere of what the website used to look like. I've got some, some screenshots that I kind of, uh, that I kind of keep, keep hidden on my computer because it, uh, they're pretty embarrassing. But in the beginning, you know, for those first two months, it was basically just like, if you, if you imagine what Reddit is where you can upvote and downvote uh, you know, different, different posts. It was, it was kind of like that, but just for podcasts and, you know, there, there have been a lot of websites that have done something very similar since, but, you know, we had to start somewhere to encourage people to leave ratings and reviews. So it kind of stayed in that, in that private beta for two months. So August of 2017 was when we came out of, uh, came out of that private beta and, and let anybody come and contribute. Yeah. I, I really like, uh, what's happening with it and seeing the, um, the sort of organic growth of it because like i was saying before uh with the some like not competitors but other services that was the thing there just wasn't enough people on them you've got to go where everybody else is yeah yeah and that that was it's kind of been a chicken or egg issue from the beginning with us because you know especially with episode ratings there have been other podcast listening apps that released episode ratings within their app and then and then removed it because it requires so much participation for those ratings to be useful that uh, you know people have to be rating every single new episode that is released. So we've realized over time that like we can't count on every single listener after they listen to every single podcast episode to go to Podchaser and leave and leave a rating, which is which is kind of what sparked the idea of working with app. I'm Piers Ray. Sitting with me is Eric Ivanovich. My name is Eric Ivanovich. We're the hosts of Podcast vs. Podcast right here on the Cave Goblin Network. This is the only podcast pitching show on the internet. Tune in, find out if we can ever find the perfect podcast, or more importantly, can we agree on it? So you were, you were saying uh, you released the data to some apps? Yeah, uh, sorry about that. No, um, it's, it's all right connection issues i was using my my headset microphone instead of my actual microphone so i may even sound a little different now hopefully it sounds actually a lot clearer now okay okay good yeah sorry let's just go back to um yeah that line of thought you had where you were we were talking about the the user base and you were releasing data to the apps uh yeah, yeah yeah so you had asked about uh, competitors and, and needing to be in a place where other people are. So, so something that we realized fairly early on was that we had, we had a really serious, uh, you know, chicken or egg issue where ratings are not interesting unless you have a critical mass of people that are contributing. So as new episodes are released, like you want to see what other people in the community think about those episodes, but it has to be in a place where enough people are contributing, which could be a problem. So there have been other partner apps that we've worked with that tried to release episode ratings and podcast ratings just within their own app. And even if you own like one or 2% of the podcast market as a listening app, that's still not, not enough data for, you know, the, the nearly 1 million podcasts out there to be interesting enough to use that, uh, use that in a meaningful way. So that kind of gave, that gave us the idea to make the ratings and reviews that you leave on Podchaser are accessible and open. So, so that this year, 
um, you'll start to see more and more podcast apps adopting Podchaser as a standard for ratings for the industry so that if you're a podcaster and you're uh, asking your listeners for ratings and reviews at the end of your episode, you can continue to say, go, go leave a rating and review on Apple or uh, leave a rating in whatever, whatever app you know, you're listening in because it's, it's likely that we're going to be integrated with, with many of those apps. So our goal is uh, to help listeners, enable listeners to leave ratings and reviews in whatever, whatever app they want to and not, not restrict them to, uh, you know, to a single app or even to podchaser.com. Oh, great. Well, we've been saying uh, leave a review on Podchaser because I know that we're all um, the Cave Goblin Network. We're all Windows users and don't use the uh, Apple App Store very much. But what can we expect in the future of Podchaser? Oh man, there's there's a there's a lot coming. So uh, this month, actually, um, I don't know when this episode is going to be released, but late late February uh, 2020, we're going to be releasing the ability for any podcaster to actually leave a reply to a review. So if somebody goes and reviews this episode or this podcast. Um, you as the podcaster can go and, uh, and leave a response. So if they give you feedback on the show, you know, you can, you can say thanks or you can, you can engage with your audience, you know, on a deeper, on a deeper level. So it's not just a one way, you know, a one way thing you say, go leave me a rating and review. And, you know, a, a lot of times listeners, listeners have a, a tough time doing that because, you know, while it may be meaningful for them to, to contribute, you know, to their favorite podcasts, they don't get a whole lot in return. So now you can actually, as a podcaster, go respond to them directly on Podchaser. So that'll be that'll be this month. Um, and then we're also releasing the ability to bookmark things, and we're going to have a whole new design coming out for like podcast pages on um, on your phone to make it a little bit easier to navigate. Uh, but then we also have this new Podchaser Connect platform that we've built. So we're going to begin to strategically place uh, place people as guests on podcasts. So uh, that's something that that you'll start to see on Podchaser. You might start to notice things on creator profiles, like a button to book that person as a guest, where you can reach out to them directly. Um, we'll release an enhanced version of creator profiles so that people who are guests on podcasts can display, for example, like a featured snippet of one of their favorite interviews, or maybe even like a video. Or um, there's a few features that we're playing around with with what we want to include there, but. Uh, that's all. That's all coming. Uh, you know, at some point in the next six months or so. I just want to say to the listener that um, Cole didn't use Podchaser Connector to try and get on here. This was this <laughs> nope. was this was organic reach. <laughs> yeah, but, that's always the best way to do it. <laughs> but how about you? What are some of your favorite podcasts? Uh, so I, I personally, my wife and I both are really into like trail running and uh obstacle course racing and some some fitness um some fitness inspired shows so like one of my favorites was uh obstacle dominator before the host just left and went and started another show so that that other show might be my new favorite um but i listen to shows like like trail runner nation i listen to some of the typical stuff you know like like the news shows like the daily and up first and and that sort of thing but i also um am a, am a big fan of some smaller you know, independent shows specifically in the, in the running world. That's really interesting. I haven't, I mean, obviously there's podcasts for everything. As you said, there's millions of them out there. I'd never heard of these such specialized fitness podcasts. What do they talk about in a trail running podcast? Yeah, uh, there's, there's so much to talk about. So 
like there are there are big trail running events um like ra- big races uh you know like like western states um and you know some other big like international races where the the host of the podcast will be like on site interviewing some of the athletes you know that i follow so that's that's always really interesting but then yeah i also my wife and i travel and do obstacle course races so like they talk specifically about like strategies for for training and uh and for like uh basically just like performance at some of these things because we spend a lot of our time training for those sorts of events really just for fun like i'm not trying to be a professional athlete or anything but you know it's it's uh fun to hear from the professionals and get uh feedback and advice from them thanks so much for coming and talking to me today cole yeah yeah it was a pleasure thanks for having me uh, where can people follow you and uh, discover more about Podchaser as well? Uh, so you can follow me on Podchaser <laughs> if you want to, uh, you know, get updated whenever I'm an, a guest on other shows. But uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter. Uh, there aren't many Cole Ravens in the world. I have I'm blessed with a pretty unique name, so it shouldn't be too hard to find me, you know, on Twitter and uh, and elsewhere. But yeah, I'm not I'm not really on social media a whole lot just because we're pretty much I spend you know 80 hours a week building Podchaser. So I think I have more followers on Podchaser than I do literally anywhere else. <laughs> well, hop on over there and follow Cole. Maybe follow maybe, maybe follow us while you're at it. Thanks for listening to VanXVan. You can find me on Twitter at Doug Vandelay and the show at VanXVancast. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a review on Podchaser or iTunes. It's the best way for us to grow at no cost to you. We're also on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash cavegoblins. I'm Doug Vandelay. See you next time. This is a Cave Goblin podcast. For other podcasts like this, visit cavegoblins.com. We hope you have enjoyed this program.